Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I want And good morning, it's Annie here for Showreel 3CR's look at Australian filmmakers and other members of the visual arts community that moves and uses light and machines. <laughs> and uh, today we're uh, going to have a chat with uh, Eddie Tamir. Now, Eddie Tamir is uh, the leading light at uh, classic uh, um, cinema and uh, also at... Uh, they they have got uh, three cinemas now. It was uh, started off with the classic in Elstonwick and uh, then uh, you've got the... Uh, uh, the one up in, um, oh, goodness me, where, Hillsville? No, it's not Hillsville. It's further, uh, anyway, uh, Cameo, the Cameo. And uh, now, recent, uh, very soon, at the end of June, they're going to be opening up the Lido in uh, Hawthorne. Now, this is uh, swimming against the current that you should be opening up new cinemas, but uh, we'll find out from uh, Eddie why this is so and uh, also have a little find out a why, about a why and how uh, the Lido is going to be supporting Australian filmmakers. So let's uh, continue. Let's start with uh, our chat with Eni Tamir. We are to- we're totally independent. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we own and operate the classic in Austin the cameo in Belgrade, and essentially the Lido. Yeah, that's Port. right. Um, so I guess the, you know, the nuances of what we do yeah. compared to our to others is that, you know, even though we're running three locations, we're not chaining up as such. So every cinema has got its own identity, its own name. Uh, they're all historic buildings, all connected to their, to their past in terms of the building structure and the name of the cinema and the connection to the local community and beyond. Yeah, yeah. No, it, the uh, Lido has had a bit of a lead-up. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, trials and tribulations of getting the Lido to the position it's in at the moment? You know, we, we knew we took on a big challenge uh, right from the start. I mean, you know, I don't know how far back you want me to go, but all the way back to, um, I guess, you know, 20 years ago with uh, me holding a pamphlet from the cinema and Theatre Historical Society, uh, which uh, named and located every single uh, cinema site in the history of uh, Melbourne, and me wandering around, going to each one of those, seeing whether bingo halls demolished or or uh, running cinemas. And uh, one of them that stood out to me was um, 
I mean, apart from the classic and the cameo that we're involved in and that was part of that journey, uh, the Lido stood out for me as um, an amazing uh, building in an amazing location. So it's been in my mind, I guess, for that long. And, uh, you know, the opportunity came up to get involved with the, with the building uh, about five years ago. And um, we, uh, we went ahead and took the crazy plunge and, uh, you know, got our permits. Uh, and generally, I guess on the permit side, most councils and most residents are kind of into old cinemas being brought back to life. Um, so there's general, general support, which we found uh, was the case um, at the Lido as well. Now, it is, a, it is a bit of a crazy thing too, isn't it? Because uh, as people are moving to other platforms to uh, <laughs> yeah, to uh, put yourself up for the palace, putting themselves up for this uh, uh, resurrecting old cinemas, I mean, it's a passion, isn't it? Um, yes, it's definitely, you know, it's sometimes hard to separate, I guess, for anyone in anyone's life and work, how much of it is sort of sane, cold, hard, calculated uh, commercial decision-making and how much is passion, dream, uh, subjectivity, I guess. But, um, uh, you know, we obviously believe in the experience. We believe in the basic human desire to share experience in an exciting environment with, uh, you know, quality entertainment. So, yeah, that's, that's what drives us. But there is an element of a cold, hard cash involved, and uh, the Lido's got some. <laughs> yeah, the Lido's got some elements that should really quite entice uh, the viewer to come to it. Different from some of the other cinemas that you're part of. It's correct, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know that that's the plan. Uh, I guess the the public will decide if that's the case or not. But we're definitely putting a lot of effort into um, you know creating a unique environment uh, and unique programming. So you've got the, a roof, um, you've got a rooftop uh, uh, yeah. garden. Well, Tell us about it. Yeah, so basically, um, I guess just to wind back, so the whole building uh, was a 1,600-seat cinema um, dating back to 1912, and it's kind of forgotten sort of jewel of the area because all the features have been shaved off the outside of the building in the 60s when it closed down. So we're building um, eight cinemas. Uh, well, we have built eight cinemas um, in the upstairs area where there used to be a, the Rio Dance School and a series of cabarets, including the Lido Cabaret. Uh, and in that space, with a lot of the original features of that cinema, which remained, we've retained what we could. So it's a blend of, you know, historic um, features with a contemporary, you know, all the contemporary luxury we can we can work in, um, and the uh, then it leads up further onto a, a rooftop cinema, um, which is our ninth, I guess, screen in the complex, 
uh, or we're calling it an artiplex, I guess, rather than a complex. complex <laughs> that's cute. Bit, complex sounds a bit heavy. Um, and complex. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> so, uh, the, yeah, the, the rooftop element, I guess, is, is unique in, in that, obviously, there's a rooftop cinema uh, in Curtin House, or on top of Curtin House, um, but I guess because we're attached uh, because the rooftop is attached to a commercial cinema, uh, in terms of the programming, you know, you're not looking at screening, you know, retro, cult, um, you know, its first release, day one, week one, as well as whatever else you can mix in, mix into, uh, you know, to the program that, you know, that has got some um, cult value. So I guess it's unique in that way. Um, uh, obviously, it's an amazing environment with amazing views, 360 views of of Melbourne from that vantage point. Um, and um, I guess uh, because we are in a, you know, uh, a very intense residential area, which is a positive, you know, out of respect for the, for the residents uh, and, and requirements um, from the, the council, uh, we, there will be uh, headphones, um, which will be the viewing uh, and the listening approach, and which is a positive. Uh, in a lot of ways, because the quality of sound is going to be amazing. You'll be able, you'll have, uh, you'll be able to bring your own $600 Beat headphones if you want, or put on our $10 ones. So you can have, you know, as high fidelity a sound as you want. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much on the rooftop side. Oh well, that's very interesting. Uh, the, our program showreel is focused on Australian uh, films and filmmakers yeah. and technicians. So uh, we're pretty interested in the uh, use of your your programming, how you you're choosing to program. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess <clears throat> you know if you and the and the, the the listeners are familiar, let's say with with the classic cinema. The, you know, we're, we're proudly a local and an art house, I suppose, uh, in terms of how we how we roll. So, you know, we're happy to play, uh, you know, Go Avengers, and we're happy to play, uh, you know, uh, Partisan, and we're happy to play, uh, you know, basically anything good. So in terms of, we're happy to play big, we're happy to play small, as long as there's quality elements to it. We're happy for, for young kids to come and see their first or their fifth film and run around and jump around and, and be excited by the magic of the smells and the sights and the sounds. And we're also happy to go serious, you know, movie watching as well. So that, that, that uh, philosophy will continue as a basic philosophy at the Lido. And of course, uh, there'll be some special elements too, which will, I guess, be special at a, at a Melbourne level as well as, as at a local level. So... Um, we we um, have a proximity to Swinburne. I guess you know, even though we're in the, a premier retail strip of Australia, uh, we also happen to be on you know pretty much on the Swinburne campus. So uh, Swinburne is now, uh, they tell me, the largest film and television school in Australia. Did you know that? No, I didn't actually. There you go. There you go. Uh, so uh, data, data, I, data. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm a very, um, you know, minor obscure graduate of the Swinburne Film and Television School, by the way, when I was, uh, when it was on the cusp, uh, when it became the VCA, so I was on the Swinburne campus and got a VCA uh, 
degree in film and television. So there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, and you've made films. Um, yeah, you know, not particularly successful ones. But I, I must say that, that having gone through that process, I, I know how hard it is to make a film, um, let alone a good film. So there you go on that. Um, so... Uh, so you're going I to screen the graduate. Uh, you're going to t- uh, screen the graduate um, program. Is that right? Oh yes, yes. You know, definitely that. But even at a deeper level. So uh, we're we're going to be doing. Um, you know, we've we've come up with an idea which uh, Suman is working on now. To you know, they've obviously got an incredibly celebrated alumni, and we'll be put. We're they are putting together a a, a twelve month calendar of oh, great. short films short films from their archives presented by the filmmaker. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, and you can look up, you know, and you, would probably, you could probably tell me all the, the alumni that, you know, yeah. I guess, but they go from, you know, Looney to Gillian Armstrong to uh, Clayton Jacobson and, and Alexi Velas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, an amazing array and hopefully, you know, I'm looking forward to what they come up with in terms of, you know, their archive and, and which filmmakers uh, they'll get to present. So that'll be a monthly event. Oh, great. Hopefully starting, hopefully starting around August. Music Matters is having a film fundraiser. Come along to the fantastic new documentary about the life of Amy Winehouse. It's happening around 6.30 at the Kino Cinema in Collins Street in the city, Thursday the 2nd of July. Tickets are $20 concession, $25 full. You can buy your tickets online, 3cr.org.au or come to the station, 21 Smith Street in Fitzroy or phone Loretta during business hours on 9419 8377. Support 3CR. Support Music Matters. June 1st to the 5th is the National Week of Action for people who support community broadcasting. Commit to Community TV... .org.au is about the survival of community television. Community TV stations are being forced to close down broadcasting services at the end of this year. Sign up to support local community content and get more information at committocommunitytv.org.au. Get fresh with us. Now, you will know that, uh, of course, it's Radiothon has started at 3CR. Next week will be the uh, week for uh, general programming at 3CR to be absolutely diligently asking you to dip your hands into your pockets to uh, help us out for another year, to keep us on the grid online as well as on your airwaves. So uh, that's what the um, Amy Winehouse uh, uh Film fundraiser is for that's for music matters that's uh, on uh, on Thursdays on three uh, CR and uh, they're doing a, a fine job p- bringing out a film which is going to be uh, shown first in Australia at the Sydney Film Festival. I think it's actually going to be uh, opening the uh, Melbourne Film Festival. So uh, this is a salubrious way for you to be on the leading edge of a filmmaking 
film viewing uh, by coming to that fundraising gig uh, for 3CR. But uh, if you're interested in uh, donating and keeping Showreel on the air, then go to uh, 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and uh, you can uh, do it that way. Let's move on with our uh, ongoing conversation with... uh, Eddie Tamir about the Lido, but this part of the uh, chat was uh, more focused on uh, what kind of things that uh, the Lido intends to do in showcasing Australian film. There's there's lots of detail on the Australian front. I mean, I'll just give you just an example of, you know, and and we've been doing some of that at the Classic and the Cameo as well. You know, this is a whole essay and discussion in itself, but, you know, we know... In the, in, the, in the Australian land, film landscape at the moment, that there's quite a number of films um, that have lots of amazing qualities to them that are not pe- being picked up by distributors. And uh, so we, you know, w- you know, we're developing and have developed uh, direct relationships with filmmakers. Uh, I guess what I like to call the, I guess, commercial orphans of the um, Australian film scene. Um, and you know we're happy to engage directly with filmmakers and uh, and 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 put films on and events and Q and A's and even seasons of films. So we're, we've been doing that at the classic uh, and the cameos for May, um, uh, having played films like uh, Pretty Good Friends, uh, local film in Eastern Kilda, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, by Sophie Townsend. We did and, uh, uh, we did highlight um, Touch and. Uh, a couple of other films that you've been showing uh, yeah. during, yeah, yeah, and it's been great. Um, and so, in that tradition, um, you know, and given, I guess, uh, the proximity to Swinburne and, and 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 being into the whole, I guess, um, Australian film, um, you know, culture, uh, we're continuing in that. I mean, not only obviously we're playing the obvious, you know, the usual suspects of great distributor products <clears throat> like um, Ruben Guthrie. Um, we're premiering Last Cab to Darwin, which will be the Melbourne premiere at the Lido um, on July 26th, just by the way. Um, uh, we're also, uh, there'll be an exclusive um, Q&A uh, screening and season of a film called Play It Safe by Chris Parlow. Not, 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 I don't know if you're familiar with that film or not. No, no, keep uh, going. So that's uh, this is This 10. is good oil for uh, Australian <coughs> film, film buffs. So, yeah, September, September 10. Um, I think it may be getting a run at MIF. Uh, I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not. Uh, but regardless, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be doing exclusive with that. And it's a great, um, uh, got a great flavour to it. Black and white film, great music to it. And, you know, the whole 20-something world explored, um, again, you know, from a Melbourne point of view. Um, then, um, you know, I, I could go on with the Australian film thing, but, but, you know, and because we're also a local, you know, the Australian family and kid product will also feature um, at, at the Lido. So September's got Oddball and Blinky Bill. Oh, great. And, uh, so you're and, basically uh, taking up kids' flicks, the old idea of kids' flicks that uh, State Film Centre used to have. Well, no, well, these are first-release films, though. So yeah. Saying, you know, in, terms, in terms of first-release holiday products, uh, we're doing that anyway as a, as a cinema. So I'm just saying, but in terms of the... The Australian story uh, that also leads into you know family and kids films. So, yeah, great. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Tony Ayres new film Cut Snake, yep. um, which uh, September.
September 24, we'll be, we'll be screening, we'll be screening that with events, um, and then leading into uh, the dressmaker. Oh, uh, in great! October. Yeah. So, so there's, a, there's an amazing array of Australian products, and so, so I guess that's local in a way. But we just talking, um, I guess, uber local. Yeah. Um, is that a term, uber local? No, no, but you can use it if you like. We can now. Thanks. We, we'll um, we'll say that you created it. <laughs> so I guess uh, on that front, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar. We, we, we've done it at the Classic previously. We've done a series called 8K Radius. No, I was just going to ask um, you. I do. I am familiar with it. So explain it to the listeners what this is about. Because you commission films. Yes. 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 So, so, and that's I guess you know the other thing which we'll be continuing with and hopefully intensifying, um, which is creating unique products for our cinema screen. Um, and uh, so, a couple of years ago, uh, Clayton Jacobson and I came up with a with a, a project called 8K Radius, which is a series of uh, mini documentaries, five minute mini docs about people who live or work within an 8K radius of the cinema. Oh, uh, and we did that. We did that at, at the Classic, and 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 they were amazing, high quality films that you know, and and locals were the stars of their own cinema screen. Uh, which is a beautiful thing, and the audiences loved them, and we played them together, uh, as well as individually as shorts before you know commercial features, uh, and 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 we're doing the same thing um, at the Lido, and Clayton has just shot um, another eight shorts, and is in the process of editing those now, and they'll be part of our launch um, events and launch experience of the Lido, and we've got some amazing characters. In those uh, in those, those stories. So when is the launch? Uh, June twenty five. Yeah, right. You make sure that people give or take, give or take a couple of seats. <laughs> Do people need to book ahead, or is it just a special uh, event? Uh, no, we just we're we're just opening. It's uh, you know great Do, films on, and it's uh, school holiday season, and we're just opening it out. I would say within about a week we'll have our. Our, our website will be up. We have a landing page now, but our, our full website will be up and running um, on uh, in about um, hopefully a week or so. And our sessions will be up and and you know ready to fly and ready to buy. So uh, you know we hope people come come to the movies. So it's a bit like you're having a soft opening, isn't that what they call it? Um, you know, I, I guess they call it that, but but there's nothing soft about it. Really. <laughs> it's just. Uh, Amazing films, um, hopefully in in a place that people find amazing, mm. and uh, and there'll be a series of events, uh, I guess, you know, in the in the opening month there'll be many many events like the Last Cap Darwin, you know, Melbourne premiere, like the AK Radius launch, um, Human Centipede three, you know, Australian premiere at the Lido Friday night. June 26th, is that a soft opening? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, pretty, no, no, it sounds, sounds pretty, pretty tough to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, there's a couple of other things. You may or may not be able to uh, say anything about this. You've just come back from Cannes. Was there anything yeah. that was uh, stand out for you about that event? Um, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a great, it was a great, uh, a great crop of films and, uh, you know, just, you know, in, in terms of the multi-platform challenges that you mentioned at the outset, um, there's, 
uh, amazing products being made and coming up, both you know at the blockbuster level and at the what you know what's called the art house level. That makes us very optimistic about the future um, of of the cinema experience because there's definitely films that the producers and the filmmakers want to be played in the cinemas. So, uh, you know, that's that all as well. Um, so, you know, one of the standout films, which won the Grand Prix, is, a, you know, Son of Saul. Um, and that is, I guess, a, a fascinating film because, you know, it's, it's a Holocaust film. Um, you know, unfortunately, Holocaust is a genre of films in its own right. Uh, and what's amazing about it uh, is that it just brings an incredible... You, you think there couldn't be another fresh approach or another way to present, you know, a Holocaust-themed film, but, but it does that. And the, and the vision, and the director's vision is just spectacular and, uh, and quite unique in the, in the way it delivers a point of view and an aesthetic. Uh, and that was, you know, that was one of the standouts. That's the first-time director... Uh, in official official selection competition. Yeah, that's pretty uh, and then Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and, and, and then I guess just the, the, the commercial, in inverted commas, kind of upmarket product like Carol, which is amazing. Uh, and um, the, you know, the new Woody Allen film, which is, you know, uh, kind of a bit of a mix of you know, serious Woody Allen and, 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 and kind of light, fluffy Woody Allen. Uh, you know, so there's a, there's, a, there's a lot, you know, quite an amazing range. And, that, you know, and they premiered stuff like um, Inside Out, you know, the new Pixar film, at, you know, in Khan, which obviously has a quality sheen to it, but is a, you know, it's a blockbuster film. So, you know, all, all of that, um, all of that, that mixture suits the kind of cinemas we want to be, I guess. Uh, as a general comment about Khan, and you know, we, we saw many other films, but I guess that, to me, in terms of opening you know, new cinemas and the kind of cinemas that we like, that mixture of product uh, excites me. And we've been listening to Eddie Tamir. He's from uh, the uh, Lido that's going to be opening up on uh, June the 25th. And it's quite clear that the Lido intends to be a very active participant in the uh, film uh, cultural world of uh, Melbourne. Uh, it's going to become the home of uh, the Monster Fest, if you're interested in that. It's also... Uh, as, he, as uh, Eddie said, commissioned films that are going to be uh, shown uh, because they believe in Australian film makers and filmmaking. Uh, we're going to go out now with uh, Cat Empire Wild Animals and uh, coming up next is Published or Not. Don't forget, it's Radiothon Week next week. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.